Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to WOON, the One Socket Blackstones Radio Network. We're heading into the top of the fourth inning here at BuzzFeed Park in Tucson, Arizona. My name is Dan Santarillo. And my name's Boom Donaldson. And that's Boom Donaldson. He's uh, got a burrito between innings and is... That's why I love taking these trips, Dan, out to the West Coast. Tucson, I mean, we're in burrito country here, and the ballpark food here is just outstanding. It's delicious ballpark mm. food, I'm sure. I, I like to get my eating in between innings. Yep. I bit my lip, Dan. Mm. That's smart. Do you need something from me, or I'm you're fine, just letting Dan. people know? You're, all right. People, I don't think anyone's listening. What time is it back in one socket? It's got to be. Yeah, it's it's heading on eleven thirty back there. There's no one in the ballpark here, Dan. We're basically broadcasting into the void. Games here at Buzzfeed Park have been quite sparsely attended since the the Tucson Dabs changed their name. Uh, formerly, of course, uh, I even hate saying it, but they were the Arizona Red Engines. And they should never have changed the name, Dan. Well, they, they should never boom, have changed the name. You're, you're so clearly wrong on this. And look, I know it's racially insensitive, but it's tradition, Dan. Tradition! Does that not mean anything in this game anymore? Seems like it doesn't. 2017, even, I think, was a bit late to change the name but regardless, we're here, and it's Fidget Spinner Night at BuzzFeed Park, where... I don't even know what those are, Dan. Sounds like some kind of disgusting teenage... I don't even want to get into it, Dan. It's making me blush. I'm holding one up right now. I'm spinning it right now. They're... Oh, well, that looks delightful. Do you mind if I give that a try, Dan? Yeah, why don't you, why don't you busy yourself here, uh, boom, here in the top of the fourth inning. We've I got... wish they could see me in here, Dan. I With a burrito and a fidget spinner, I'm like a Tucson teen. One of the few Tucson teens here in the park who this blatant pandering on the part of the Tucson dabs is actually working on. The dabs, of course, are named after the popular dance move. Well, I never heard of that move, Dan. I think that the team should be renamed again to a dance move that we've all heard of, like the Tucson Charlestons or the Tucson Lindy Hops. We've got Nathan Duquette heading up to bat here up against the dabs pitcher Judd Hunt. Now, Judd Hunt, you, you're a big fan of Judd Hunt's. He's a sizable fellow. Now, Dan, you're being generous. Judd Hunt is absolutely enormous. Simply put, sorry, Dan, this burrito's not sitting that well. He's huge, Dan. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, it, it, Judd Hunt delivers a strike to Nathan Duquette to start the top of the fourth inning. We're scoreless here. Judd Hunt has really been pitching well, as has the Blackstone starter, Bernie Patriarca. Bernie! Blackstones only have two hits coming into this inning as Dukey takes strike two here. Dukey's really looking good today, isn't he? You can tell that the uh, advanced uh, sports science that he's putting into his body is really working. Between the uh, the brain supplements that are helping him uh, sharpen up his baseball IQ and the hyperbaric chamber he's been sleeping in, Dukey looks about five years younger, wouldn't you say, Dan? Yeah, and he's getting on base at a solid clip. He's uh, hitting only 240, but he's shown a lot of pop in his bat. Speaking of Judd Hunt, it seems to me like the internet has sort of forgotten his personal transgressions that are really quite shameful. But well, there one man's shame is another man's pride, Dan. A lot of people would say that having an extra family would be a source of shame, but I would say it's a source of virility. Clearly, Judd Hunt is shooting some potent seed. Duquette. Lines a single right up the middle into center field, and the Blackstones have their third hit of the game and the leadoff runner on here in the top of the fourth. Now, Attaboy, Dookie. I'm not questioning Judd Hunt's virility. I'm questioning his You his better moral... not be, Dan, because he is clearly a stallion. 
honestly, I don't know why I would question that. What in what circumstance would I approach Judd Hunt oh, and say you're not a very let's have man. fun. No one's listening. Have fun in what way? Talk about how talk about he is? Judd Hunt's. All right. Okay. Here's uh, here's what I'll say about Judd Hunt's fertile loins. Crescent. Oh, sorry, Dad. Yes, he's got twelve children, four of whom were with from a secret family that was just revealed last season. Okay. That's fine. I mean, that's not fine. I'm sure that broke the heart of his original family, which I I don't know the right terms for it. Original family, that's Who are we to not. judge, Dan? Judd Hunt is, uh, I believe his family is of uh, German origin. And who are we to question the Germanic culture? You question many cultures, Boom, and it's almost alarming that you draw the line at German. The Germanic Judd- people are a proud line. The Visigoths were first through the breach in Rome, Dan, were they not? Now, uh, Zelio Tabazzini stepping up to bat. Come on, Topper. First baseman here for the Blackstones. First pitch from Judd Hunt. Zelio Tabazzini hits a slow roller back to the mound. Judd Hunt Judd Hunt does a somersault on his way to the ball, scoops up the ball and throws to first base to retire Tabazzini, but Duquette gets to second base. Now, he could have gotten the double play, but instead he goes for the somersault play, and that's the sort of stuff I'm talking about. That's going to be endlessly gift. People online are going to love it. Now, Dan, I actually heard recently it's actually pronounced GIF, like the peanut butter. It's, it's, it's GIF. Well, whatever it is, this burrito is giving me some severe heartburn, Dan. I should never have opted for this super guac option. It's truly absurd, Dan. Look at this thing. So sloppy. Listeners, be sure to stay tuned in the bottom half of the fourth inning where I'm sure I will be alone in the booth as my partner takes a little bit of a break <clears throat> to head to the bathroom. Rolando Reyes... Heading up to bat here. Nathan Duquette stands on second base with one out. Now, Judd Hunt, maybe maybe I'm I'm stepping over the line here to talk about his personal life, but certainly, Boom, you agree that his pyramid scheme, in which he cheated thousands of people out of millions of dollars, that was wrong, no? Well, Dan, a pyramid scheme is only a scheme if you get caught. If you don't get caught, it's a legitimate business enterprise. I myself have been... Uh... Uh, regarded as somewhat of a pharaoh for my number of pyramid schemes in the Woonsocket area. And I'm not trying to defraud anyone. I'm simply trying to make a few dollars off some very quality kitchen knives. Here's the first pitch to Rolando Reyes. It's a grounder to Dirk Chunkley at second base. Chunkley scoops it up and throws out Reyes at first. Chunkley. As Nathan Duquette advances to third. Dirk Chunkley, people may recognize the name, former Blackstones player. He was a non-prospect in the Blackstones organization. Got a hit in every single at-bat with the team. They still decided to trade him. He's a turncoat, Dan. That's what he is. He's since gone on to win uh, the Most Valuable Player Award in the Professional League of Baseball. Now, it wasn't his choice to be traded. In my view, Dan, if you leave the Blackstones, you'd better retire instead of going to another team. Oh, and now he's in Tucson? Dirk Chunkley is a quality player. He can go right to hell, Dan. He left us. You do have a very strict honor code when it comes to the Blackstones, and uh, it's both admirable and harsh. Retire as a Blackstone or commit ritual seppuku on the field. Barney Gilligan stepping up to the plate. Gilligan uh, 0 for 1 here today already. Judd Hunt looking to get out of this inning with the score still tied at zero. First pitch is a ball to Barney Gilligan. And Dan, I'd like to apologize. Oh, uh, I, I'm excited to hear what this is for. Well... I said ritual seppuku, which yes. is redundant. Um, seppuku is, of course, uh, already ritualistic. So to any listeners out there, I do apologize for the uh, slip of the tongue. 
Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be more apologies to come in this game. Uh, and I, I honestly, you're right. I kind of hope there aren't so many people listening. Mm, really spectacular. I cannot recommend the food here at BuzzFeed Park highly enough, Dan. I mean, this is... Barney Gilligan takes a strike. So spicy, Dan. You're sweating heavily here, Boom. I am dripping. I got the Chipotle option, Dan. And, you know, in uh, one socket, we don't really, uh, we don't really season anything. I'm surprised you didn't go. You didn't go for the deep fried burrito on an ice cream that they serve here uh, as part of their way to get people into the park. They do those crazy food items on the menu. You went for just straight burrito. It isn't natural what they done, Dan. It ain't natural. Burrito and ice cream. They should never be fused. Oh, Dan. Gilligan staring at Judd Hunt. Here's Dan. the pitch from Hunt. Gilligan grounds a single. That gets through the left side of the infield. Nathan Duquette comes in to score, and the Blackstones have a 1-0 lead here in the fourth. We've Attaboy, broken, Dukey. broken the deadlock here in the fourth inning. Ever since Dukey got those titanium rods in his shins, he has been motoring around the bases, Dan. Really amazing stuff. Yeah, that doesn't really jive with the rest of his eco-friendly, health-conscious persona, but he did get titanium rods put into his shins. He's the bionic man, Dan, and if it gets the job done, then I'm okay with it. Not everything has to be kale and bananas, but I would be pleased if Dookie were to fight Dirk Chunkley by the warning track during the seventh inning stretch. Just saying. I don't know if Dookie can hear me, but that would bring me great pleasure. Dirk Trunkley, of course, is known for his charitable endeavors here in the Tucson area. He's really reached out to the community. And, uh, I hope he gets popped in the kisser. We here at WON do not wish him any ill. Sam I don't Sklar, want him to be ill. I want him to be punched. Sam Sklar comes up to bat here with the Blackstones up. One to nothing in the top of the fourth. We've got Barney Gilligan on first base. And Sklar takes a strike that's high in the zone. Now, I love Sam Sklar. And, you know, he really, he, he uh, just... Bring so much class to the battery. Judd Hunt, ready to deliver the pitch. It's a slow curve, and Sklar hits a slow roller to third base. Leonardo Gonzalez picks it up, throws to first base, and the top of the fourth inning is over. Blackstones take a 1-0 lead as we head to the bottom of the fourth. Hopefully some people are still listening to Woonsocket Blackstones Radio here on WOON, the Blackstones Radio Network. Have you been injured in an auto accident? Hi, I'm attorney Robert Bridwell, and I'm here to make sure you get compensated for the suffering caused by another person's carelessness behind the wheel. I don't just get you the money and help you deserve, I get revenge. Robert Bridwell! That's right, I will personally make sure that the economic hardship felt by the person who hurt you is experienced by generations to come. Robert! You'll get your money, yes, that's certain. But you'll also get the peace of mind of knowing that the image of your happy family haunts the dreams of the person who was driving in the wrong place at the wrong time. His nickname is the Tiger. Every waking moment of their lives will leave them devastated, racked with regret over one moment of carelessness until the sweet sleep of death releases them from the suffering I have inflicted. Robert the Tiger Bridwell. Still don't believe I'm the real deal? Well, here's the kicker. I never take a dime from my clients. I'm an obscenely rich man, and I'm in this for the euphoric thrill I receive from making sure you get what's yours. Meow, like a tiger. So call me, Attorney Robert Bridwell. My services are a real home run. A home run right to the gut of the person who wronged you. 
Welcome back, everyone. We are locked in a tight one here, heading into the bottom of the eighth inning in Tucson, Arizona, where the Tucson Dabs are coming up to bat, trailing the Woonsocket Blackstones one to nothing. Bernie Patriarca on the mound for the Blackstones. He's held the Dabs to only two hits so far, Boom. It's a real pitcher's duel, Dan. You know, back in my day, a pitcher's duel actually meant something. The pitchers would square off in the outfield, take ten paces, turn, and fire. Not like this watered-down version of the sport we see today, Dan. That was at what point in the game, Boom? That was in the 40s when the best of us were off at war. Before the game, uh, seventh inning stretch, that was the entertainment. Where where, and when were they dueling? Post-game? No, Dan, during the game, of course. That's how the game was decided. Oh, oh, they weren't even pitching. Many pitchers... No, Dan, of course not. They would turn and fire with ceremonial pistols, and the more honorable gentlemen would shoot into the sky, but occasionally one would have blood in his eyes and shoot a rival pitcher dead on the field. It was a simpler time, Dan. Bernie Patriarca, a finesse pitcher on the mound for the Blackstones. In fact, wasn't really a pitcher coming up. Uh, didn't pitch in college, didn't pitch in the minors, but a good friend of Tim Carroll's. Patriarca, some people may recognize that name, related to former mob boss Easy, in, Dan. in Providence, Raymond Patriarca. I, I no think disrespect, I Raymond. No disrespect at all. Well, he is the late Raymond Patriarca, but I understand where you're coming from here, Boom. Oh, Dan, don't be naive. If you think Raymond's associates, good evening, gentlemen, are not listening, then you, my friend, are living in a beautiful fantasy land of buzzfeeds and fidget dabs. You need to wake up and get your head back to one socket. Patriarca has pitched great so far. I'll he say is that. Unbelievable, Dan. Unbelievable. And I'm not just saying that because I fear for my life. He, his command has been impeccable. He's been working the corners, getting ground outs, getting pop-ups. It's been something special to see. Logan Breslow Jr. stepping up to the bat here for the dab. Now, this is just sad, Dan. A kid like Breslow, nice-looking kid. Mm-hmm. His father, uh, Logan Breslow Sr., is the manager of the uh, Tucson Dabs, and it honestly, I, I don't say this often, but it seems like he's only out there because his father is the manager. It's Logan. a joke. He shouldn't even be out there. He might as well be out there playing a different sport, Dan. And he swings and misses. Of looks, course he does, Dan. That goes without saying. Looks bad on that first pitch there from Patriarca. Now, Logan, he really he has not added much at all to the team this year. All yeah, right? his dad kept saying that he was a clubhouse guy, but I don't know what that even means. Maybe a clubhouse sandwich, Dan. Speaking club, of food, Dan. A club sandwich? A clubhouse a club sandwich, house Dan. Sandwich, right? That's a club sandwich with yeah. a little bit of wood shaved onto it for flavor. Got it. Like from a house. Mm-hmm. Speaking of food, Dan, yeah. I uh, did uh, happen Logan to... Logan Breslow, excuse me here, boom, swings and misses at strike two. Strike two? Of course it is. The guy can hit, Dan. But you know what is a hit? The absolutely spectacular ice cream offerings here at BuzzFeed Park. I went ahead and got some of the uh, a local ice cream from a place called Bridget's Cones, and I got it in a, in a Dabs baseball helmet, and it is just delightful, Dan. What flavor is that? Uh, the flavor, they call it neutral, Dan. It, it's technically no flavor, and it's sort of a... The cutting edge of food science, your brain is supposed to 
put the flavor into this blank canvas of cream. It's really quite amazing, Dan. That sounds great for a foodie like you. I'm sure you are painting that canvas with so many different tastes. Logan Breslow hits a ground ball to Nathan Duquette, who picks it up, fires across the diamond in time to get Logan Breslow in plenty of time. Attaboy, Dookie. Not that fast. And look at this. Uh, Breslow seems to be walking with his head hung low, Dan. His dad is uh, clearly disappointed. Uh, you can see Breslow mouthing to him, Dad, do you want to play catch? His dad is responding. And what it, looks, it looks like he's saying, not now, son. And uh, and now up, oh, and look at that. Oh, the, yeah. The PA crew uh, here at the park, they are now playing uh, cats in the cradle. It's actually quite tragic, Dan. It really is. It, uh, you would think they would be on... Breslow's side here. You would but... think so. Which Breslow, though? That's the real question. Oh, Dan. that's a good point. Maybe Breslow Sr. Uh, had a word with the PA crew chief. Now This is just devastating. Logan yeah. is sitting off to the corner by himself on the dugout bench. Sadly singing along. He does seem to have a lovely voice, Dan. Perhaps his talents would have been better utilized in an entirely different profession. Tori Bradley coming up to bat here. Tori Bradley is the shortstop for the Dabs. Having a good year, isn't he, Dan? I mean, look at that slugging percentage. This kid is not kidding around. I'd love a guy like that in our organization, Dan. You often pine after the good players on other teams. Sort of goes without saying that we would like a good player on our team. Not a good player, Dan. A great player and a player whose first name and last name both end in the letters E-Y. Player names is a big thing on, on team composition for you. We, we know this for a fact. Chemistry Bradley. isn't just a class in high school, Dan. It's a real thing that makes baseball teams win. Tori Bradley takes strike one here from Bernie Patriarca, who is all over the zone. That's four straight strikes to start the inning. New research has come out, Dan, that suggests that the more players with E's and Y's in their name, the more doubles you will hit over the course of the season as a team. It's just metrics, Dan. You're a, a sabermetrician yourself. I am often reading all the articles on Baseball Dossier, looking at the latest stats, and somehow you find ones that I have not come across anyway. Well, you don't have my sources. And uh, speaking of sources, I did hear that Bernie Patriarca may have had something to do with uh, some severed horse heads being delivered to the homes of Dab's players last night before the game. Oh, my. That's... Wow. Just a rumor, Dan. It's unconfirmed, but it certainly uh, would be intimidating. But do you have any idea how expensive it would be to ship a severed horse head, or let alone several of them, all the way from Woonsocket out here to Arizona? Yeah, I, I would prefer to believe that didn't happen. So I, I'm going to say prohibitively expensive, maybe, boom, hopefully. Impossibly expensive, Dan. Okay, but good. We'll stop at nothing to win. That's what the Patriarca family's all about. Woonsocket, Blackstone Baseball. Now you have a gleam in your eyes and just shared a knowing look with a suited man who arrived in the booth. So uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable here. Oh, Dan, it's nothing to worry about. Uh, the Patriarchs were kind enough to send me a case of uh, brand new Cuban cigars, which are now, of course, legal as the relations with Cuba have finally begun to thaw. This is true. Tori Bradley hits a hot shot grounder and Bones McKinney diving stop up the middle. Pops up, throws to first base. That's an out. We've got two outs here in the bottom of the eighth My inning. goodness, Dan. Bones McKinney is an absolute crackerjack. The Blackstones are now four outs away from winning their fifth game of the season. Boom, this would be a real nice win here after that walk-off loss last night. That was tough stuff. Rosario had a, a great uh, inning there, but he just coughed it up at the bitter end, didn't he? Coughed it up. He gave up a double to Sadie Wheeler for the walk-off to give the Dabs the win. I dated a girl named Sadie back in 1954. She was absolutely stunning, but it wasn't meant to be, Dan. 
Sorry to hear that. Well, your your lovely wife, Catherine. Uh, I'm sure things. I'm ah. glad things worked. Oh, oh, good God. Catherine's no Sadie, Dan. She's not listening. Don't worry, Dan. Get that look off your face. Catherine's been asleep for hours. Leonardo Gonzalez, the third baseman, coming up to bat here for the dabs. Bernie Patriarco delivers a ball. Now, those were four good straight wins here for the Blackstones following that opening day loss. They picked up four wins, one of them. The second game was on a walk-off as Maverick Cameron tried to pull a little hidden ball trick on a grounder to third and pulled a ball out of his pocket, but the umps didn't fall for it for the first time in the series, so... That was quite nice. It was a pleasure for me to see that level of trickery go unrewarded, Dan. Gonzalez fouls the ball off to the left side. Now, here we are, last game of this four-game series. Blackstones took the first two of the series and then lost on that walk-off. We leave here with a win tonight. A 5-2 and two record is not bad after the first two series as Gonzalez fouls another one back, right back to the backstop. Bernie Patriarca looking in. He's looking to go the full nine here. Boom. That would be the first pitcher this season to do so for the Blackstones. Well, uh, Tim Carroll, you know, he's a smart manager, Dan. He knows not to pull a guy like Bernie Patriarca because it'd be a shame if something were to happen at Tim's lovely home. Leonardo Gonzalez is ready. Bernie Patriarca is ready. Here's the pitch. Oh, boy. That's a fly ball to right field. This might be trouble. Barney Gilligan heading back. He's heading back to the wall, and it is gone. We have a tie ball game here in the eighth inning. So tantalizingly close, two outs in the eighth, and Leonardo Gonzalez ties this game up for the Tucson Dabs. If I were Leonardo Gonzalez, I would be absolutely terrified. I mean, look at the way that Bernie Patriarca is looking at him, Dad. He is staring daggers. It does look like Leonardo Gonzalez is shaking, quivering in fears. Bernie Patriarca has blown him what can only be described as a kiss of death. He blew him the kiss of death while he was rounding third and now is trying to decide whether to uh, touch home plate or not. He's nervous, and I don't blame him, Dan. He's He's not sure if he wants to even complete this run. His teammates are urging him forward. Slowly creeping towards home plate. Bernie is shaking his head back and forth very slowly. He's actually waiting for him at home plate. I have never seen anything like this, Dan. Gonzalez creeps toward home. He places one toe just on the corner of the plate and the run is official and he sprints back to the dugout wow that was tense that's the most intense home run walk i've ever seen i wouldn't be surprised if leonardo gonzalez enters witness protection program and starts playing baseball in some godforsaken midwest hellhole other than tucson i don't think the good people of tucson would like a cheap shot like that Dan. i know I, i'm who am I? I'm turning into you here. That was a mistake. Uh, that I didn't mean that. And now you're insulting me, Dan? I, I mean No, no, I don't mean to I don't mean to insult you. I don't mean to insult the good people of Tucson. Tucson is a lovely city. It's, Dan, it's, it's, it's alright. Just have a bite of this ice cream and see what flavor your brain creates on this blank canvas of cream. It um Yeah, to me it it really just tastes like white bread. You're a sad, sad man, Dan. I'm so sorry. Judd Hunt, the pitcher, coming up to bat here. Swings at the first pitch. That's a pop fly to left field, and Rolando Reyes takes it in, and the eighth inning is over. We're headed into the ninth inning with a tie ball game. The Blackstones are coming up to bat one-to-one here in Tucson. We are headed into the bottom of the 10th inning here in Tucson, Arizona, with the game deadlocked at one. Absolute pitcher's duel to start this one between Bernie Patriarca and Judd Hunt. 
Both starters are now out of the game as the Blackstones' closer, Jack Cohn, is on the mound to try to push this one into the 11th. Blackstones loaded the bases in the top of the 10th, but we're not able to score, so we're still deadlocked here. Boom, how are you feeling about this one? Well, I got to be honest with you, Dan. The only thing I'm feeling is severe, severe heartburn from the combination of burrito and ice cream. And I know earlier I resisted the very notion of combining burritos and ice cream in the same dish. I instead combine them in separate dishes, yet I am still paying the same heavy price. Out of respect for both dishes, you put a few innings between them, and we're only snacking on popcorn and Cracker Jacks throughout the middle innings. I am absolutely reeling, Dan, and I cannot wait to get back to the hotel. And just, You know what I love about hotels, Dan, is that if you take a big, uh, you know, uh, dump in the hotel bathroom uh-huh. and the toilet paper is insufficient, there are towels that you can use oh to wipe. Oh uh, you can wet them in the shower. You can wet them in the sink. You can use them dry. You can wet one side and then have a dry side afterwards. And uh, a beautiful young woman will come and take them away the next day. It's really quite amazing, Dan. Boom. Please... You know, you know, people have to clean those. Are you tipping? How much are you tipping your house? Dan, you know that I'm an excellent tipper. I always leave a signed copy of my book, Boom's Life. Well, I don't always remember to sign it, Dan, but regardless, that's a market value of twenty nine ninety. Crank McCready is in the box against Jack Cohn, and he takes a ball. What a name, Dan. Crank McCready. We could use a guy like that in our organization. Couple E's in there for you there, boom. Two E's, a lowercase C, followed immediately by a capital C. You don't see that every day, Dan. Crank McCready swings and misses at a strike. That fastball got by him pretty quick from Jack Cohn. Now, this here, boom, might be where we see the first instance of the pitch clock. I've been waiting for this, Dan. The starters worked very quickly tonight, but Jack Cohn is notoriously slow. This veteran takes a lot of time between pitches, and here in Tucson, they're trying out the new league policy of having a large member of security stand at the backstop behind the plate And if the pitcher is taking too long to throw the ball, he will start to charge at the pitcher in order to incentivize him to throw the ball. And the real question is, Dan, uh, really the league has only set up, uh, you know, rules and parameters for the charging. But what happens if the pitcher does not pitch? Uh, I don't know that that has been established. It absolutely has not because they're only trying it out in Tucson because of, well, uh, you know, poor attendance. It's essentially a minor league stadium at this point, Dan, isn't it? I hate to say it, but it is true. They're, they're not getting a lot of people out here ever since they changed the name, which is uh, doesn't reflect well on the people of Tucson. Crank McCready takes a strike. Now, boom, in order to better understand the people of Tucson, which it's, of course, important to do, uh, one of our interns has hooked up a fan who's standing out in the right field bleachers with a headset, and we're going to talk to him now. Hey, I believe I'm talking to Aaron Gibbs out there. Hi, Aaron. You're out where we've been seeing all those birds all night, and I understand you're here for a reason other than to watch the game. What's going on out there in right field? Well, this ballpark stands on land that used to be half bird sanctuary, half apartments. Since it was built using taxpayer money, the team had to strike a deal with the Arizona Society of Bird Preservation in order to allow us inside to tend to the birds who still show up. So we feed the birds, watch the birds, and just generally enjoy their company. And so the baseball game doesn't bother the birds at all? Oh, no. Honestly, it sort of provides a nice atmosphere. The noise levels are rarely more than a quiet hum, and there are never enough people to scare the birds away. The stadium hasn't hurt the bird population much at all. 
Now you mentioned apartments. What about the people whose houses were on this land? They were displaced without compensation. Uh, wow, not even a, a t-shirt? Now, I have to imagine that bird watching and, and tending to birds can get a bit tiresome or, or boring. Now, what brings you back to the stadium so often as Crank McCready swings and misses at strike three? It brings me great peace to be around such graceful, curious beings of the sky. They're so gentle and vulnerable, yet at the same time they experience the world in a way we humans can only dream about. We should all consider ourselves lucky to get to spend time amongst birds. That's why I do this. I also have a podcast called This Avian Chirpcast with almost 5,000 subscribers where we provide a fun, cutting-edge perspective on bird culture. All right, that's enough. Don't need people promoting their own podcasts on on the air here on WOON, the Blackstones Radio Network. Anyway, it seems like a pretty boring pastime, if you ask me. Now back to this baseball game that's four and a half hours in. One out here in the bottom of the 10th. Now, what do you think of that boom? They're bird-watching out in right field. Now, you're a baseball purist here. What do you think of people being in the stadium not to watch the game? Well, Dan, it's an absolute outrage. I'm barely okay with people bringing binoculars to a game, let alone to not even watch the game. It's an outrage, Dan, and I want my sport back. And with the binoculars, you don't want them to even have them in the stadium because, as you like to say, any anything that assists you, any equipment is cheating, even as a fan. Precisely. I really think that there should be umpires in the outfield calling the fans out for their outrageous or even illegal behavior. Wow. That suited man that I saw you share a look with earlier, I just saw him grab up a fan of the Tucson Dabs and bring him out of his seat, and I'd, I don't know where. Well, I don't know where either, Dan, but I do know that that fan was hurling insults at uh, dear old Bernie Patriarca all evening, and that simply can't stand. Uh, there's some troubling trends happening in this game no, here You tonight. know what's troubling, Dan, is your what? indictment of a man wearing a suit. It seems as though the suit is somehow significant. I'm wearing a suit. I wear a suit to work every day, boo. It just seems to me that when you do it, it's okay, and when someone else wears a suit, they're automatically nefarious just because they're snatching up players and delivering me potentially uh, legal contraband. It's not the suit. It's the Bluetooth earpiece in his ear. It's the sunglasses during a night game. Boom. It's, it's a well, Dan, multitude. I'm actually considering marketing my own Bluetooth product called Boomtooth. And uh, it doesn't work with your phone, but it does patch in a lot of my inspirational quotes from over the years comes preloaded with an audio copy of my book, Boom's Life. Jack Cohen has yet to throw a pitch to Gene Dudley. Oh, look uh, at that, Dan. It's happening. It's happening. The security agent is charging. Jack Cohen is, he's not even going to start throwing the pitch. He turns, faces the security agent. The security agent stops running. The security agent lost his nerve, turned back, and walked to where he came from. Not, wow, not. Well, Dan, what was he supposed to do, tackle him? I mean, they, the league really should have figured out a contingency for if the pitcher doesn't throw the ball when the guy starts charging. It seems like they just thought they would be intimidated into throwing the well, ball. Well, they didn't know Jack Code. They don't Dan. know Jack. The security agent is walking right back to his spot, right along the netting. He looks a little embarrassed, Dan. This is a real failure of the first test of the pitch clock system here. Dudley, who is looking a little bit intimidated in the box, but he steadies himself, gets ready. Cone delivers the pitch. That's a line drive down the right field line. It is fair. That falls in fair. That's headed to the corner. Barty Gilligan racing to get it. Dudley, he's heading to second. It doesn't look like he's going to stop. Gilligan scoops it up, hits the cutoff man, Randy Dominique. It's going to be close at third. Here's the throw. Not in time. 
Gene Dudley, the catcher, with a one-out triple here in the 10th inning. And the winning run is 90 feet away for the Tucson Dabs. And I'd like to just quickly point out, Dan, that uh, something else is 90 feet away, which is my friend in the suit. He seems to be waving at us. It's nice to see you, my friend. How are you? He's waving at us, pointing down at Gene Dudley at third base. Oh, and he's slowly bringing his finger across his neck and asking... He seems to be asking you something here, Boom, if you'd like. Well, Dan, oh, uh, this isn't good. I think I'd better just leave this one alone. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm saying no. No, thank you. No, thank you. Dan, the one issue with what, with what you've done is that uh, if he's asking yes or no and you say no, that, you know, it could be misconstrued. You understand? Uh, oh, okay. Perhaps yeah. you should have said yes. Yeah. Like, yes, I don't want that, or no, I do. Wow, I... I came in to work tonight not knowing what I was getting myself into. I think Bernie Patriarca pitched very well tonight, but it makes me nervous every time he is in the stadium. Forget it, Dan. It's Tucson. Derek Chunkley coming up to bat against Jack Cohn. He takes a ball. Cohn. All right. Try to keep it together here. Boom. He's Chunkley. a son of a bitch, Dan, is he's, what he is. He's done nothing to you. He Charity done... or not, he's a son of a bitch, Dan, and he should be killed dead on the field. He should not. Oh, no. No, he absolutely should not. Listeners, uh, hope you're having sweet dreams back home in one socket because these are things happening out and here. And Dirk Chunkley is killed and the crowd goes no, wild. That did not happen. Listeners, that did not happen. The crowd would not go wild for Dirk Chunkley to be killed as Jack Cohn delivers a strike to Dirk Chunkley. We're going to take just 10 seconds here to catch our breath as we pause for station identification here on WOON, the Blackstones Radio Network. I've been sleeping in a massive, uh, seemingly abandoned skyscraper. The Zeptods, uh, they stay close to the ground, either not registering or having forgotten about these uh, tall buildings somebody built. Uh, everything's covered uh, in this wet dusty stuff and I've been uh, I've been living on some of this um stringy brown gruel made from a few plants that are still alive. The count is 2 and 1 to Dirk Chunkley. It's the bottom of the 10th inning. Winning run for the Tucson Dabs is 90 feet away. I would say that the crowd was feeling electric if there was much of a crowd. All we have in the stands right now are a bunch of bird watchers out in right field. We have suited men strategically placed who appear to be friendly with Bernie Patriarca and our friend Boom here in the booth and two of the many families of Judd Hunt the starting pitcher for the Tucson Dabs pretty sad sight here but good baseball happening on the field here's a pitch from Jack Cohn that's another ball it's three and one he's fallen behind here Dirk Chunkley ready to go. Jack Cohn ready to deliver the pitch. The 3-1 to Chunkley. That's a grounder on the right side of the infield. Can Randy Dominique get there? No. Just past his outstretched glove. Ah. Randy Dominique Chunkley. The ball and Gene Dudley crosses the plate. Dirk Chunkley with a walk-off single against his former team. That's two straight walk-off losses here for the Woonsocket Blackstones in Tucson. Rot in hell, Chunkley. We wish Dirk Chunkley only the best. We wish the people of Tucson only the best. I wish him plague and pestilence, and I wish the people of Tucson an eternity of fiery damnation. I regret so much of this evening. The crowd doesn't seem to have really acknowledged what happened. Oh, boy. Jack Cohn has tackled the security agent. He charged at him and is now mercilessly beating him. The violence this evening 
has no place in baseball, if you ask me, Boom. It raises an interesting question, Dan. When the security guy is being beaten up, who is there to intervene? Wow. That was ominous, and Bernie Patriarca appears to have the answer as he has lightly tapped Jack Cohn on the shoulder, said, don't worry about it, we'll take care of him, and the two have walked away solemnly. Dan, we'd really better get out of here before things get ugly. Uh, I'll be out in the parking lot selling uh, some T-shirts that I had mocked up. Uh, the T-shirts say I'm still calling them the emojis, uh, hearkening back to the Tucson emojis of the uh, mid-90s, my favorite era of modern baseball. Yeah, that was back when the Tucson team was ahead of the times rather than being way behind the times. Precisely. It was, a, it was a time when emojis were barely on the cusp of the collective consciousness, Dan. Perhaps the bird watchers or perhaps one or two of Judd Hunt's families would like to purchase a t-shirt. If so, I'll be outside the left field bleachers in parking lot C with a case of shirts and my good friend Dan. I'm not going to say where I'm going to be, but I will certainly be on the plane back east as the Blackstones head back home. For the Winsocket Blackstones and W-O-O-N, I'm Dan Santarillo. I'm Boom Donaldson. This is Blackstones Baseball. We'll see you next time. Blackstones Radio is produced and edited by Martin Nolan. Starring Matt Stofsky as Boom Donaldson and Martin Nolan as Dan Santarillo. Featuring Kevin Flynn as Aaron Gibbs, Matt Laud as Robert Bridwell. And Clay Grable as the station identifier. Executive producer and credits mostly read by Dana Pellerin. Logo by Rose Milgram. Theme song by Kevin Flynn. Special thanks to Jack Nolan, Nathan Duquette, Sam Sklar, Nolan Arenado, and Baseball.